0: Hello. Hello. Oh, let me turn up my volume here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Perfect. Can you hear me? Yep. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited.
1: (laughs) Hello. Oh, Oh, I'm
0: so, uh, I'm so happy to finally meet you. Not in person, not in person, but still, this is the next best thing.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah, this is about as good as you can get
0: exactly right especially like I know what it's like to be living in a traveling lifestyle so this is this works out perfect for the best of us
1: absolutely I like your yeah. salt lamp too
0: I know right I, I was putting that in and I'm like I know she's going to appreciate that so I have to get some kind of like Vong shui kind of vibe going on for this
1: I love it it's seriously perfect
0: beautiful beautiful <laughs> I was trying to get it in the shot so I have a couple different cameras set up so like I'm doing like different yeah. angles try, trying to get it in so that's perfect that's perfect
1: Are you in like a studio or is this your house?
0: Well, right now I'm in my bedroom, but uh, earlier today and the last like two days, I've been getting ready for like to set up in my warehouse, but unfortunately I'm just not there right now. So maybe like I can get you on another podcast and then it'll be actually in the studio.
1: No, that's awesome. I think you're doing great stuff and it's obviously a lot of work to get started with. So you got to take steps to get you there.
0: Oh, I keep telling myself, I keep telling myself, you can't start at the finish line. Like, so
1: exactly. that's the hardest thing to like mentally, because I always want to just press a button and just like time travel to point B, but you got to do all the little steps along the way.
0: And it's bad too, because when you get in that state, it's like, oh, well, you, you, you procrastination happens, and then you just don't even start anything. It's like, oh man, then you just beat yourself up even more your mind gets the best of you. Oh, that's what happens. It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. <laughs> this, this is, this has been like a year and a half in the making for me. So it's absolutely, oh, wow. yeah, it's amazing that it's, you know, here, actually, this is number one podcast. You're the first interview and. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like, thank Congrats.
1: you. Congrats. That's well, like a huge milestone to see something come a year into fruition. Like that's amazing.
0: I really appreciate that. And I thank you for coming on the podcast. Like I really appreciate that.
1: Absolutely, I've always kind of secretly wanted to be on one, so it works out good.
0: <laughs> no wicked. I, I was on one before when I was uh, traveling, and I just found it was just an amazing experience. I I really didn't even know what to do or like what they were at the time. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm all in. I'm in, right? Yeah, they've come
1: a huge way, like over the last few years.
0: Crazy, right? Crazy, yeah. So <laughs> uh, I'm already recording. Um, I just wanted to jump right into it and yep. uh, good to go. Um, so. For anybody that's viewing, um, this is Amanda, Amanda Swanson, and she is, and uh, you and your husband, you're uh, you're uh, full-time digital nomads, is that correct?
1: Yep, yep. We're living full-time, the RV life, traveling the country, the United States, and just we're kind of off the grid and just doing the damn thing.
0: <laughs> that's kind of the best way to do it, I find, don't you think?
1: I do. I, I don't regret any minute of it. It's been eight months now, and it. I, it's like almost hard to picture my old life, quote unquote. So, I, I
0: I was I was sitting with my mom the last night, and those words actually were almost the exact words that came to my mind. And it's really? like I'm 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 picturing myself in the state of mind and being that I was in in my past self, and that was only like let's say like six months ago. Yeah, and I can't even picture myself being in that 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 person. It's almost like it's a movie that that I mm-hmm. that, that I just bought the ticket for and that I just left and now I'm just like wow like I can't even believe that that was me in that movie because it's a whole nother ballgame now.
1: It's trippy to think about like to think about yourself and who you were and like what you valued and what you did every day and then like when it's completely shifted 180 degrees the other direction it's it's mind-boggling but it's so cool because then it shows you like what you can do.
0: Oh it shows you how, how strong you actually are and, and the self-belief and and once you start you know realizing your self-worth man yep. the, the doors that start opening you you probably That's when
1: the game changes <laughs> right?
0: right so um so, so I know for me with my journey uh, a lot of the things uh, I just kind of jumped right into was that kind of the same thing that happened to you with the the RV lifestyle and, and the digital nomad lifestyle
1: for the most part yes um we had talked about like moving to a different state a bunch of different times over probably like the last five years but it never felt right to me. It honestly, like, scared the shit out of me. Like, moving to a different state was something that would be so far out of my comfort zone, moving no. my family. Where, like, where were
0: you guys living at the time, sorry?
1: Uh, Minnesota, but okay. we just, like, hate the snow and the winter, which you can relate to in Canada. I understand. Um, it just was start, starting to, like, torture us a little bit, and a lot of our friends were, like, getting married and having babies, and, like, we didn't want to do that, so it was... Kind of like a, and our career paths weren't lighting us up. We didn't like love going to work every day. We weren't like trying to be on this career path. So it was like an idea that was tossed around. But then um the idea came about what if we just traveled the whole time and like kept moving and like looked at places to live and like just sold everything. And I know I hesitated when it, because it was uh, my fiance Adam's idea. His name's Adam too.
0: Oh, what are, um, what are the chances?
1: And it was his idea. And I was completely just like, scared, but I knew it was, I knew it was like, something we needed to do. And it it takes time, you have to prepare. So you can't just be like, Oh, I'm going to do it tomorrow. But in all sense of everything, we made it happen in like eight, nine months. So I think that's pretty good overall. And We basically started a plan, an action plan immediately and then started like working towards that action plan every single day, even if it was just like a small conversation of like, okay, where are we at? Every day we'd work towards it and you sort of just have to dive in with both feet once you're into a mindset like that and you're like dead fast on doing something and the more that you take action steps towards it or the more you talk about it, the more it comes to life and then you're kind of in too deep anyway, so you got
0: to keep going. I can completely understand. So if there's anybody watching out there uh, and they're kind of like hesitant on, on doing the same thing, but they're, they're, they wanna do this journey that you have, right? Uh, but they just don't know where to start. Um, what would be like a couple tips that you would give them to give them on the, you know, the right mindset and the right path or maybe something to start looking into to get them going down that road to get a, a little bit more motivation for them to get started and going to, to get where you are right now?
1: Great question. Um, I would say the first thing is to just like start writing down things, writing down lists of things you would like need to learn, lists of things that you would need to do or purchase, um, list of like action steps you need to do to get you there, like sell your house, sell your car, you know, whatever. Um, I would say start watching some videos on YouTube. YouTube is like an extremely... Amazing resource. And that was what we started doing is just like watching YouTube videos of people already doing what we're do What we want to do because that's a way to like expand your mind and see how other people have made it possible And then of course you get really excited because you see them in like really cool places and like you see them X amount of time into their journey and you're like Wow, I wonder what it would be like if you know when I get to that point. So I'm a huge like organizer, uh, planner. So I need a list. I need to know like what is everything I need to do to get there, so I can actually like see how feasible it is. And then I need some sort of excitement, which would be like the videos, like watching other people that are already doing what I want to do, so I can see how I can get there and see how it's
0: possible. So for you and your husband, when you guys first got going, did you did you guys have a house of your own or an apartment or or like uh, or did you just kind of just sell everything, buy a trailer, and that was it. And you were just all in right from the get-go.
1: We were living in a townhome. Um, We did own the townhome, so it was ours. We had been living there for almost three years. So we did know that we were going to have to plan to sell that. That was obviously going to be like the end-all factor. Like if, if something were to happen where we weren't able to sell the house, it would sort of be a huge roadblock and we might have to reconsider like the whole plan because to have like a mortgage and everything in one spot and travel just makes things really complicated. Definitely. Um, so we knew we'd have to sell it, but we did buy our trailer, our RV we bought in March and we didn't list our house for sale until May. So we did, did take those action steps ahead of time, which was probably some of the most terrifying things I've ever done in my life. Just like signing your life away on something and knowing you are like now really deep into it. And yeah we bought like our van that we used to tow the trailer while we still had our two vehicles ourselves. So then we have three vehicles and it's just like, it's super scary, but you have to take a step somewhere. And usually, at least in my experience, the first step is the absolute hardest. Oh. Like once you do that first step, you can usually start to do micro little steps from there and they don't feel as scary.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's always that, uh, that first procrastination and, and, uh, Getting that ball rolling and and it feels like you're just pushing everything uphill is just so hard. But then once you start to get it going and and like you say, those those micro accomplishments, they feel so good. It's 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 just And they matter. They matter. Oh, most definitely. Like something so simple as as checking off something on a on your to-do list at the end of mm -hmm. the day is so so self-gratifying. It is. um, And
1: I I don't think people give enough credit to the small steps. Like not everything in life has to be this huge drastic life-changing steps. Those little steps like super add up to the big overall picture and they're still just as important.
0: Well I think it's a double-edged sword too because people think that uh, you know we, we all have these grand pictures in our minds of like oh like this is going to be my best life, this is going to be my best self and it's 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 going to be all of this grand things but
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's it's almost demoralizing in the same sense too because you then realize all of the work that goes into it because you're looking at such a big picture. But if, as soon as you start to break it down into these little micro steps, then it starts to look more attainable. You break your day down into hours. You look at things yeah. daily instead of, instead of yearly or 10 years because it's not going to happen where this, this goal of yours is going to happen over a year if you're going to millions and millions of dollars, right? So right. yeah, like you say, micro goals make such a difference.
1: They do. And they also like can give you that sense of accomplishment because they're usually easier to obtain. So then you're like, wow, I just, you know, I did that. Now I can do this. Or I
0: just kicked the shit out of that goal and I'm gonna go to yeah. the shit out of some more.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> so w- would you recommend somebody that's that's looking into this, would you say to like go out on like weekend excursions instead of like because I know some people Uh, they probably you've probably met some people and heard of some people that they've jumped into the situation and they found out that it wasn't for them and Mm -hmm. sold their trailer sold their their house already and now they're kind of back into the situation where wow uh, i'm living in an rv and i realize this isn't what i want to do i i I really you know messed up here like shit i fucked up (laughs) so what should i do now so like would would you say somebody to say maybe go camping for a weekend, right? And and dip your toes in the water first, right?
1: For sure. That's super important. Um, I think that's something that I've actually like overlooked in my whole huge journey because I knew right away that I was going to enjoy it. I grew up camping a lot. Like I, I think my dad and my stepmom took us camping damn near every weekend in the summer. And I love it. I love the bonfire, being outside, nature, you know, going for a hike everything. So I already knew I was going to love it. And like, maybe the factor was the size of the space. And could I handle that? But um, I would definitely say you have to dip your toes in the water. If you've never gone camping, you might want to rethink the lifestyle until you've at least experienced that side of it. Because there are times where it can be primitive, you might not have water, you might not have heat, you might not have all of your essentials and your comforts. Um, another thing that we did is, and this is something I'm sure they have in a lot of different States or, you know, countries, whatever, is we went to an RV convention. So, uh, our local convention center in our, the city of Minneapolis and in, in Minnesota, they had an RV show and we went to it. We went inside of every RV. We sort of tried to picture our life in it. Like, okay, this would go there. That would go there. Like, okay, that's how much closet space there is. I'd have to, you know, get rid of this amount of clothes. This is how much uh, you know space there is for kitchen stuff and dishware. So it helps you envision how you would fit. And I think that's super important because we are a part of like an RV Facebook group where once in a while I'll see someone post something like, what do you guys recommend? I'm in really deep and now I regret it. Or, you know, I, I sold my house and now I wish I lived in it. So that's a huge thing. And I don't feel that way personally, but I can see how you could sort of jump into it assuming it's like this glamorous thing or you know this great adventure and have it be something completely different so well, you definitely too. have to check out everything
0: oh definitely right definitely and especially too where uh you kind of see these lifestyles it doesn't really matter what lifestyle it is it could be rv lifestyle it could be uh rich lifestyle it could be you know adventure lifestyle it could be anything uh, mm-hmm. but uh, the way that they're portrayed online too you don't really see what happens you know, behind the scenes or the back door right. struggles. No, I mean, there are people that, that do put that out there, but not a lot mm-hmm. of them do, right? Because they don't want to put that out, right? For obvious reasons. Right, so right. Uh, I just want that to be like a kind of a segue into, into the next question that I have for you. So like, I'm sure you probably have some some pretty doozies of a stories on, on your topic, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, well, for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. So so let let me ask you, what's one of the I'm just going to say one of the worst like travel stories that's happened to me personally that comes to mind when I ask that.
1: It's so hard to not just like talk about a couple days ago when we traveled like 427 miles, but I'm going to skip that one because it wasn't even the worst. Um, A couple months ago, it was like October, I think we were in Colorado and we had been out running snow for weeks and I kind of felt pretty confident. Like we're doing great. Like it hasn't even been that cold. Like everything's working out and we got to a location where the campsite like sites themselves were much smaller in person than i thought they were and we are driving around for like an hour trying to even like squeak like find a spot we can fit in because our rv is a little bit longer than other trailers and um it's been a long day we've been driving for hours and we finally get a spot and it's getting really cold and we have zero hookups, which means we don't have electricity, no power, we do not have a water supply, we cannot run the fireplace for heat, we we don't have anything, and um, we had, we have furnace, so we have a propane tank, so we could run some heat, but we were trying to save it for night, so we don't uh, wear out our trailer battery, because if the battery that once runs the trailer wears out, we have absolutely, absolutely nothing. Ooh, well, okay. that night, it was like some sort of winter storm that was up in montana but it was stretching down through colorado and wyoming and the whole area and it got down to about 11 degrees and a uh, fahrenheit uh, i know you're in celsius but it was very cold very 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 cold and our trailer battery died we did not have any heat uh, about two in the morning the heat stopped um, i've like never been so cold in my entire life and we have two cats and they're like under the covers of the bed trying to like get warm too they're probably like thinking what the hell is going on and um since we also have no trailer battery now we can't like use other power sources in the trailer we can't use the propane on the stove to like heat up food we can't like our fridge is dying now like it was like a ripple effect now it's affecting everything and we're still fairly new into traveling so like those minor inconveniences seem like larger hurdles cuz you don't know how to navigate them even mentally and the cold just made me so frustrated. We ended up leaving. We had, we were going to stay there for like five days. We made it, I think two nights. We did somehow make it two nights and it was absolutely miserable, horrendous and got out of there. And I, you know, I, it made me really sad to feel like overcome by weather and circumstance, but it's a really good learning lesson then.
0: So would you go would you go back to do any cold camping, cold RVing or anything like that? Oh,
1: I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's hard to say after that. Like I almost feel like that helped shed light on the fact that there are simple comforts that are sort of now and non-negotiable. Like I love the idea of like straight up van life being off the grid in like primitive land that's public land and having no hookups and just really really being out there with nature, but you have to think about so much like propane and heat and how are you going to cook your food? And what if you don't have a way to have a fire? What if there's a fire ban? How are you going to stay warm at night? Do you have pets? Do you have kids? Like there's just so much to consider. And I think that that gets glamorized on like social media where you see like the van life and these people, they're everywhere. They're not in parks. They're just in all these cool places and that's great and all, but things can like go South really fast. And I'm just more like the current location we're at now, we were going to stay in a primitive park and it was full. So I think that was a sign from the universe that no, Amanda, you shouldn't stay there. You're going to hate it. So now we're in an RV park with hookups because I just don't, the whole cold thing, not, not not fun. Not for you. Not fun. No.
0: (laughs) I can understand. I can understand. Yeah. I can completely understand too, where uh, you said, uh, people kind of glamorize it a little bit. And um, I know that where I've I've traveled a lot in Canada, in British Columbia, road trips, and there's a lot of places that I've gone to, in the back country and backwoods where. People see a spot on Google Maps, or somebody recommends it, and they take their car or RV that shouldn't be going to these spots. Oh, and, for sure. Oh, and it's just—it's just a bad, bad situation. And when you're not prepared for it, and you think that this could be just even a daily excursion, it can almost turn into a life—life life or that you know, situation. Sometimes, right? So, yeah like it's absolutely that, that you can't People get you
1: know, stuck. Well,
0: <laughs> like, well, most definitely. Like, like you say, if you're, if you're in a spot where the temperature drops and you're, you know, climbing over a ridge to get into a valley over a mountain or something like that, or a storm rolls in and you're uh, new to this whole situation and you didn't take that into account, it could be a, a really fatal disaster really quick. So yeah, it's exactly. definitely something to, to keep into account. If you are looking into this lifestyle, I would say. Well,
1: and weather can change quickly. Like you even got to think about wildlife and those types of situations. We've encountered bear. We've encountered bobcats. We've been in places where there's mountain lions, uh, you know, all sorts of stuff, rattlesnakes. And you you just have to think about that even too. And not even just weather, like heat, preparation. Like there's so many factors. And I think sometimes people just like see it more as a glamorized oh I'm van life or I'm travel life and then they don't think about all the rest of that
0: hashtag travel life living our <laughs> best, right <laughs> right yeah. exactly, definitely, definitely no so what is it like uh traveling with two cats that must be uh, uh. uh pretty interesting
1: <laughs> interesting <laughs> to say like, no. the least Interesting is a light way to put it. Um, I mean,
0: they they look like they're beautiful looking cats. Like I've seen pictures they are, of them and, you and know, your, your Instagram here in a little bit, but yeah, it's just that must be a, a story in itself, right?
1: It, it, I could do like a whole training course just on traveling with cats because it has been from the degree of a nightmare, a straight up like flippant nightmare to now I think I understand the flow of it. Um, my cats are Bengal cats. So they're like a hybrid cat. It's uh, an exotic species in my state that I'm from, but Do you have they're just pictures like, of
0: them on your Instagram.
1: I have a few, I, you know, I need to post about them more. They're, they yeah. are on there in some places, but I, I have to shed light to them more. I, I usually post about them on my story a lot, but
0: okay. Okay.
1: They're high maintenance, I guess would be a way to put it. And they don't like, the van and they have to be in the van when we're traveling and we tried the whole like free roam just let them like kind of walk around i i envisioned in my head oh they're just gonna sit on my lap or they're gonna just sit on the seat it's gonna be great never once did it go that way ever and it was like a nightmare of trying to like stop them from climbing on the dash while we're driving which is super dangerous and just like meowing like psychotically the whole time and so we tried like all these different crates and cages and we found something that works now, but they still hate it. But then even in the RV, since it's such a smaller space and they do have more energy, it can be troublesome to like I guess get the energy out. Like they'll chase each other back and forth and knock everything over. And, you know, there's cat hair everywhere, it's always a problem. And I know some people are just so grossed out by that. I'm obviously used to it now, but
0: it is cat it hair is, sucks, yeah.
1: you know we have a cool little like end table we hide the litter box in, but that still stinks from time to time. And, you know, they need a cat tower because they've got claws. They have their nails, so they need to scratch something. And then that gets everywhere. And they have a bed that I like to put on the kitchen table, which my fiance absolutely hates, but like we're sort of out of places to put it. Yeah. And we take it down from time to time, but I put it back always. And it, it, It's a struggle, but I feel like I've adapted to the fact that, They are going to be an inconvenience, but since I love them so much, I mean, in a way you could see it as like children, children are going to cause inconveniences too, but or dogs or anything. You're not Um, just going to
0: leave them on a curb at the convenience store, right? Get out of here, Jack. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to (laughs) guys anymore.
1: (laughs) Well, and that was one of my non-negotiables when this like idea came about is that the cats have to come. I'm not going to leave them with a family member.
0: You had the cats beforehand. Yeah, okay. yeah,
1: for like five, six years. So, what are they're the cats? Uh, Rascal and Raja.
0: Rascal and Raja. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, I like it. I like it. R and R. <laughs> yep, oh, yep.
1: Because we're I... A and A, so they're R and R.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, okay, cool. I like it. I like <laughs> the flow. Yep. Yeah, it fits good. Beautiful. So with uh I, I know this question and i got asked it when i was doing traveling and and trying to trying to find my way online and how to pay for my expenses and i'm sure you get asked it too so what what do you do to to fund your your nomadic lifestyle to to put gas in the rv to to pay for to if you stay at rv resorts what do you guys mm-hmm.
1: do and that honestly is probably the question i get the most out of anything else. We like meet people and that's the first thing that comes out of their mouth, which just sort of boggles my mind a little bit. But um initially going into this journey, selling the townhome was profitable for us. So that was our cushion, that was our way to get started, that was our way to have safety and security for up to a year, which we're still in that threshold. So that's still great. But obviously that doesn't sustain forever. That doesn't even sustain for the us seeing the whole country. Bubble
0: so, health at some point.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I I was determined to find work online and I struggled with what that was gonna look like. I've tried MLMs where you sell like a product online and you get like a very low amount in return. That never worked out for me. I tried freelance writing and I'd get like twenty dollars for spending hours writing an article and that didn't seem worth my time and energy, so I kind of gave that up. Um, I looked into like te- teaching English online or being an admin and an administrative assistant online, but that was stuff I did in my old life. And I just, it didn't light me up either. Didn't want to do it. So haphazardly, I came across a business opportunity that was in direct sales and social media marketing, and it's a, uh, a high ticket, high commission. So for anybody
0: life. that does, sorry, sorry. So for anybody Don't, that doesn't nope. know, what, what is social media marketing and what is a high ticket item?
1: So I sell medical grade water ionizers online, but it's sort of like a cool, I don't know, there's like a duality to it where you can kind of promote the health aspect of those items and you can promote it to businesses or in person or it's multifaceted in that way. You can work completely in person if you want and target people that are struggling with certain health ailments and want to live a better, healthier lifestyle or those that are really into fitness and exercise or whatever it might be but then you can also just use it from a social media aspect and run automated ads. You can run, um, you can basically do things to hit a certain target audience, whether that be those that do want to work online or whether that be people that just want to have a travel lifestyle. So you can dig into these different genres of how you want to target people and then you set it up. So it runs automatically. You can generate automatic emails that go out when people click your links. Um, I utilize my blog a lot to have a source of information, but then also funnel people through to more automation with web classes that I've created and my team has created to.
0: So is is all of go this? To uh, is all of this is your website available on your your Instagram? Do you uh, do you have? Yes. How do yep. people look for that?
1: So yep, it's on my Instagram. Um, everything for me is Sparkfire Swan. It's just okay. like a weird. Thing, I was ask Swanson.
0: That.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, it makes no sense. It's like a weird mix where I used to have a job where I had to have an alias last name so I used spark and Swanson is my I don't know it came together one day as just like a ping from the universe and I just went with it. Yeah no, um, you knew what it was like. <laughs> And so my website sparkfireswan.com and I have a tab on there that's work online and I dive more into that and have opportunities for people to like watch a web class or apply to work with me. And um, I do talk about different things in my blog every now and then, and then I have information about the actual like medical grade machines that I sell on my blog as well.
0: Okay. So if anybody's interested, then I will definitely put all that information down in the description below too. So awesome. they can check that out and check out your Instagram page. I know it is amazing. And actually speaking <laughs> on your Instagram page, um, I just want to switch the screen over and, uh, I just want to ask you a couple questions about some photos you have, because sure. you have some, you have some pretty amazing photos I'm going to say on your, uh, oh, on your thank Instagram. You. So, uh, so I, I think you can see that, can't you? I yep. can, yep. Yeah, so perfect. So so I mean, just going through and scrolling through here, I mean, it just looks like some amazing, amazing spots. So <laughs> tell me about this photo right here with this elephant that you see. I mean, like that is just an epic photo.
1: It is. So I I still can't believe we found this place. Um, it's actually in Texas. There is an elephant sanctuary. It's, it's more of an animal sanctuary because they have other animals as well but um a basically a distant relative that lives in texas we met up with them while we were traveling there and they told me they're like have you heard of the preserve and i'm like no what's that and they're like is this elephant sanctuary where you can go and interact with them and i'm like here in the united states and they're like yeah it's just right in central texas i'm like wow i never heard of that i never would have found that in my like research or anything because i went not known to look for it and You're um texas too right Huh?
0: I say it's a weird spot to be in Texas for an elephant right. wearer. yeah. Oh
1: God, I seriously, I don't think I would have ever thought there would be a, like a sanctuary like that in America, in the United States. I, to me, that's something that's like in Thailand, Bali, Africa, like it's to me here, all it is is zoos. So I was a little like, what, what's that? Yep. But I looked it up. Um, they have a whole spiel on their site about their five elephants, They're Asian elephants. They used to be in Hollywood, but now they're retired. So they used to be the elephants you'd see in like all the movies that have elephants in them. Um, and then they basically rescued them or retired them to their land and you can pay to go there and have like a whole interactive experience where they educate you about elephants and elephant conservation and just like things and efforts they're doing with nonprofits to help kind of save all the Asian elephants because they're having a huge problem with people invasion where populations of people are growing, but that takes away from the elephant's ability to have space to roam and live and everything too. So As they're doing all that, um, they would stop every now and then throughout their presentations and allow you the opportunity to touch the elephant, um, to take pictures with the elephant, and it was was really monitored so that no one's obviously hurting the elephants, no one's scaring them and like running up to them. It was all one at a time. Very methodical and they just teach you throughout the whole thing. I thought it, I, I cried a few times. I'm like, that's an elephant. Like, that's crazy. I've never been that close. You know, yeah,
0: I know I seen the picture the first time and I'm like, Oh, that is like such an amazing experience because I've, I've felt, uh, it was a, um, a beluga whale. And that was kind of not really close to an elephant, but like an animal, the same as. Yeah, for sure. So I'm like, that must've just been an amazing experience. Oh,
1: it was. And yeah. it was one of the first things we did in 2020. So it was like a really good way to start off the new year.
0: <laughs> right. What an awesome way to start it off. <laughs> so there's another picture here that I'm going to share that I have a question. Uh, you So you say your husband's name or fiance's name is Adam here, right? Yep. So uh, is he in, in the the direct sales like you are or, or what does he do? He
1: is not. Um, right now he is... Sort of just the upkeeper of the trailer. He okay. does all of our maintenance. He checks everything. He goes on the roof. He does the tire pressures. He drives. He always drives. I have not driven one mile of our 6,200 miles at all yet. So um, in, he cooks, he cleans. I really can't complain. Uh, at this point in time, there hasn't been like a need for him to do anything else. It is a goal to bring him into the business at some point, but we're not rushing it. Yeah. And there have been a few times um, throughout our stops where he has picked up some cash jobs where you just get paid to do things for cash. So you're not on the books and don't have to go through the whole W-2 process. So definitely, um, there's been times he's done that, which has been really helpful. But since I get to sort of set my own hours and do my work on my own time, there hasn't been a need to have him have to stick to anything right now either. And as long as we can keep going in the direction we're going, Hopefully someday soon, we'll both be retired.
0: So Definitely. So, so what, what is the direction you're going? Where, where is the end goal?
1: It's so hard to predict these days, but for sure, we're going to travel to all of the 48 continental states. Um, it's going to probably take two, maybe three years. Um, the goal would be to get to a point where, fi- where we're financially stable enough to then purchase land in whichever state we felt the most called to. And I have dreams of, you know, maybe opening up an RV park, maybe opening up an animal rescue um, facility that helps save animals from all over. Um, I'm not sure. I I like to have ideas and plans. But since I started this journey, I feel like so much so much of my life is going to be unknown that I'm also just trying to roll with it and um, as long as we keep going with my business, we'll get to that point where we're able to do other things, and the focus doesn't have to just be on my business, and I can't wait. I think that that's something that could be two to five years out, and I still feel young enough where at that point there's still time to do whatever else.
0: Okay, so I know you're never supposed to ask this, but I don't (laughs) listen to the rules anyway, so it's up to you if you want to answer this. No, I don't care. How how old are you? (laughs)
1: I'm 30, actually 30, okay. 30 and a half. I, just, uh, I turned 30 right before we sort of took off for the adventure last summer, and um, Adam is 31, so I still feel like we're pretty young, and we got a lot of time to figure everything out, but we're also at an age where it felt like if we don't go after this opportunity now, we're going to have excuses for why we can't ever do it.
0: Completely understandable. I just turned twenty nine myself, so I'm in the kind of the same sense as where I'm living my life, and uh, I don't want to be a sixty year old, seven year old man and just be bitter about the opportunities right. that you pass by. And uh, you're exactly. only exactly, and you've got to take life by the horns and make it work.
1: That's so true. That's so true, and that's my biggest thing. I I don't like the idea of regrets, um, and. I think when you have an opportunity there's a lot of times you just need to say yes to it you just don't know if that opportunity is going to come again
0: and speaking with you i know we've spoken over the last couple weeks months even i think maybe i know yeah. that I know that's one of the first vibes that i've got from you is just a positive energy positive vibe and just just going out and just making it happen and just not taking no for an answer. So, I mean, <laughs> I commend you for that because there's not well, a lot thank of you. there that that go out there and make it happen and that are real on the sense that, that you are on the, and on, on the platform that you are, right? Because you put yourself out there and, and like not a lot of people are doing that. So I commend you for that.
1: Thank you, I really appreciate that. That means a lot.
0: <laughs> awesome, keep doing it, definitely keep doing it. There, I know there's gonna be great things in the future. Yeah, uh, I, I see it for you, it's, it's gonna be amazing.
1: Same for you, dude.
0: Oh, I can't Seriously. wait for both of us. I can't wait. <laughs> I know that um, I was asking you a couple different questions because I was curious myself on the the water aspect of your business front. It's, mm-hmm. it's um, alkalized water. I know because mm-hmm. that's what we were talking about. And, uh, I was actually curious, this is more for, for me more than anything else. Uh, <laughs> what are actually like some of the, the actual like cellular and like molecular, if that's the right wording benefits for that, because for like, sure. I, like, I've had people asking me because I'm trying to be, uh, like uh, more health conscious and everything in every aspect of my life. Right. And I know water is a big part of it. And I'm just trying to like wrap my head around trying to tell other people this. And I'm having a hard wording, trying to be like, well, I know it's good for your cells and and your your organs and everything, but I just don't quite know how.
1: That's a great question. So it is alkalized water, like you said, which is different than alkaline. People get that mixed up a lot. Alkaline water can be, like man-made essentially you can make it with baking soda and it can be something that can sit in a bottle and on the shelf in a grocery store for years and really not even have the ph it claims to have like it's it there's no health proven health benefits of alkaline water alkalized water which is this water is made through electricity it's made through a process called electrolysis and that process um the process like and scientific terms, I I don't know all of that, but essentially, it charges the water and breaks it down so that there's more hydrogen than there would normally be in tap water or bottled water or alkaline water. So it, it makes micro clusters of hydrogen. And that is the most powerful, beneficial part of the water as a whole, because it can hydrate your body and your cells six times faster than regular water or tap water. Um, the system is also a filtration system, so it's also removing chlorine, um, sediments, harmful like m- minerals and chemicals that end up in the tap water. It's taking all of that out, so it's cleaner, it's fresher, it's clearer, and um, it's also super antioxidating. So it can go into your cells and remove the free radicals, which can help with anything you know coming down to even cancer. This is a huge. Component that's used in a lot of other countries aside from the United States and Canada to fight cancer, to fight uh, blood said, cancers, what, body what is, cancers. What is,
0: a, what is a free? You said a free radical. What is a free radical?
1: Oh God! Now you're going to question <laughs> me on science? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, free radicals cause disease. They're okay. on the spot. It's harder it's for me to put it into point. work. That's, but that's what it is. It, it, it's going to cause disease in the body, disease and. You need to have it removed. And that's why people want to eat like antioxidating foods. So, like blueberries, for instance, people know blueberries are antioxidating. Well, two glasses of this water, which is called Kongan water, are equivalent to five pounds of blueberries for the amount of antioxidants that it has. That's powerful. That's huge. And to know that you can get such a powerful level of antioxidants and hydrogen just from water, which we all drink and consume every single day is mind boggling. Like you can change your entire life just with that. And And
0: waste money, three, $4 on a single bottle.
1: Right. Right. And you know, if some people are already eating healthy and doing all the things they're exercising, they care about what they eat. They're buying organic, they're doing whatever, but they're drinking shit water. That's just like laced with chemicals and it's dead. Like people, a lot of people, my biggest rebuttal, I get a lot is like, Oh, I drink reverse osmosis water. That's dead water reverse osmosis is there's nothing in it it's removed everything not just the bad stuff all the good stuff too so people they think that because they're doing something that isn't tap isn't bottled they're doing it right but they don't understand the level of how it still affects them they don't understand how it's more than just like the surface level of what you're told in the media that there's so much more that matters and chemicals are a huge component and Antioxidants and hydrogen will change the game. They absolutely change the game. I know. Ever I hope si- that.
0: I hope that helps. Oh no, yeah, no, definitely. I know ever since that that like, I, I kind of been looking into the, like the, the fitness and the health journey and everything. Uh, once I uh, you said water and getting looking into it, and uh, you know, it said uh, somebody made the point. It might have even been one of the, the, the videos or something uh, that you feel that you know water slushing around in your gut that it's not being absorbed, and I feel that so much now. And, and, and I'm, and I'm realizing it more and I'm just like, holy geez. And, and uh, mm-hmm. the bloated
1: feeling almost oh. too. Oh my God. I remember, cause I hate to admit this, but we had to buy bottled water for our first few months here and there before this business opportunity was ever in my life. And I always felt so guilty about it. The plastic just, I knew it's not that much better than tap water. I, I knew it's, I felt like just sloshy, <laughs> you know, it's just oh, terrible, I
0: completely understand. but yeah
1: this, you can feel the difference. And like, I'm someone who's like suffered with digestive issues my whole life. And I feel how different it is in my stomach and just how it even helps me because it's helping hydrate me. And you know, the antioxidants. I feel so much better, even just with the foods I eat, anything that I might be sensitive, sensitive to normally, I don't feel sensitive to anymore. And the only thing I've changed in my life is my water. So (laughs)
0: No, it's crazy, crazy because like even you see tap water now and, and all of the, you look at the residue that comes off the taps oh. uh, and it's just, it's just absolutely like, oh, and we're, we're The city
1: that- I lived in, in Minnesota, they just shut down their sixth water well
0: like, I it, know, like, right?
1: because of contamination from 3M, which is a huge company. And they yep. used to dump chemicals in this area and it's like caused cancers for like people I went to high school with and like generations before me. And it's just, it's sick.
0: It's oh, I know it's, it's, it's a huge problem. Uh, water leaching and everything. Yeah, no, same here. It's a, uh, it's absolutely disgusting, and it's crazy that steps aren't being put in place to, you know, to remedy right. it because the this the the result is being you know it's out there, and mm-hmm. and it's just more people. Just people
1: aren't they, they aren't doing anything about uh, it.
0: <laughs> and and they may even they may even know about it, but like you say, they're just not doing anything about it. I guess is and it's pretty unfortunate because it goes into with everybody's uh you know the climate change and everything and Mm -hmm. how like i've done traveling and i was over in bali indonesia and i've been over and seen it firsthand on how uh, absolutely devastating it is to our oceans and our animals god i know it's like
1: that's the worst part is now we're seeing it firsthand like you you've seen it in other countries i even just saw the trash at the beaches in texas which just pissed me off and made me so sad at the same time and you just think about how on a grander if this is one area and then the whole grander scale of the world like this is madness.
0: Boggled my mind we went out on a on a beach cleanup one day and there was uh, probably about 50 volunteers and it was about an hour long uh, event and in about 45 minutes I had a 40 pound bag of garbage and oh my god multiply that by 50 people and we in in 45 minutes i think the total was you know a couple thousand pounds of garbage that's
1: amazing to be picked up but just sad that that was even there you know and that unfortunately the reality of it is is without worldwide change it's gonna come back and have to be picked up again you know
0: yeah yeah and it's only affecting us and that's right and and the the animals i should say more so the animals. yeah Yeah. yeah, and yeah. the
1: generations after us. Like, yeah. I worry about anyone with kids right now. If if you don't think there's a real freaking problem right now, and you have kids in this world, like, what kind of world are they going to be dealing with? We're just oh, leaving definitely. them garbage, you know.
0: Yeah. Oh, even even like when I go today, it's uh, I think it's even like small steps. Small steps, I think, make the biggest difference. Uh, mm-hmm. So no no i'll i'll hold off on a bag right or i'll bring my own bag or, or like all I'll, people may laugh at me but i'll i'll carry it an armload of stuff yeah. right? just so i don't have to you know so that bag is saved right you know it's, yep. it's just yep. the little things you know it's a, and if it matters. oh it did and if everybody just did that one little thing then that one little thing turns into this big thing and then a bigger thing and then a bigger thing and it's just a compound effect so i mean It gives me
1: chills to think about because even just one time when I posted like an upset video of me collecting trash on the beach and I showed it all and I I expressed how upset I was. Right away, four other people I was friends with on Instagram posted similar stories that I've never seen them post a story like that before. But I can't help but feel like maybe they were inspired because I shared it and maybe now people will see theirs and they'll be inspired. Like those small steps do add up.
0: most definitely. And I said this the other day is you, it's, it's really interesting this day and age of like social media and everything, because you, you see who, who's essentially watching you and who's, you know, liking and everything. Although you may not know them and you, you don't know how big of an impact that you are having in life. So, you know, you could be, you could be the sunshine to somebody's, to to somebody's cloudy day. Right. And you have no idea who that is and like it's it's absolutely mind-boggling like I've gotten messages saying like keep doing your thing man like you've helped me out on like a cloudy day kind of thing and then like you get yeah. messages like that from strangers and it's so uplifting right so like ugh. I just
1: got chills again because that's so true people always talk about the negative parts of social media but there is a lot of positive there's so much connection you can form with people and community and that exactly you don't know who you're inspiring i've gotten messages like that before too and like it almost like brings me emotionally to tears like i i impacted your life that positively i didn't even know you know
0: yeah, yeah. no well crazy. That, that's how we connected that's why why yeah. we're podcast right now right we connected exactly <laughs> actually crazy how that happened like there's just by, just by happenstance and then, and then the community of people that was already following that we knew. So, so let me just get this into context for if anybody's listening that wants to know the story. So uh, a little bit ago, I was traveling and I had my travel account and I followed a bunch of people, RV lifestyles, people doing the same, same kind of thing, same kind of lifestyle. And uh, me and Amanda here, we had followed each other. And uh, I guess without even knowing it, we started following each other, for who knows how long. I don't I, even
1: remember when. <laughs> I have
0: no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> and, uh, I, uh, just even just. I, the- I know
1: it's been a while though, like at least yeah. a few months.
0: Oh, at least I that.
1: Can't yeah. like pinpoint when that was.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm in the same same boat. So yeah, we started following each other, and then uh, popped up on on my stories, and I seen seen what she had going on, and caught my eye with with the whole water aspect and uh, the community of people that she was in and I just love RV lifestyle so I reached out to her and and kind of just said hey love your 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 posts and and what you got going on with your water like I'd love to know more about it so that's how we got connected so uh, a little bit ago uh, how this whole podcast kind of got into fruition is I got a message from uh, Tara who is uh, your mentor I believe yeah
1: Yep, she's who how I found out about my business is yeah, through her and, I, and I, she has I, the I, same van as me so we were like connected that way
0: crazy right crazy and I did not know any of this so um I post you know daily on Instagram on my stories and everything so uh, so I got this message and she said to me uh man you really have a voice for a podcast <gasps> so so oh I, my god yeah so I got that I message. just
1: got chills again that's amazing <laughs> I didn't know she said that
0: I, I thought I told you that oh no oh no,
1: I don't, I don't I don't think you said that part oh, that's okay. so no, cool
0: no, no. So, so she sent me that message and uh, said you have a you really have an amazing voice you should do like a podcast or something and I'm like oh wow. my gosh that's so funny because like I've been literally like this has been on the back burners for about like a year year and a half so uh so that was
1: to- the push that was your like sign that you needed Most definitely
0: like most definitely, so like the next day, like it fueled my fire. I went out and I got I put posts on for getting my co-hosts on and and had interviews and and got the fire going at the warehouse and got things going, and then uh, I found out after talking with her because I sh- seen that she followed you. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah so I seen that you're you're uh, following Amanda and she's like yeah man a, a kick ass individual we're part of this <laughs> community and uh I'm actually her mentor and we got oh to god. hang in water and she's like oh well it sounds like if you were going to sign up then I would have been the one that did your call I'm oh like, my god
1: that's so crazy
0: my mind was yeah really like crazy. explosion oh i was i'm kh- going to have
1: to i'm going to have to tell her that like thank you
0: <laughs> well yeah cuz i was uh so I, we, we chat, ch- chatted a bit after that, and mm-hmm. uh, I told her that I had you coming on the show here. And, oh, you did? Yeah, no, I did. I, so I said uh, that I have Amanda coming on the show, and she's like, "Oh, that is so awesome!" Uh, this was a couple days oh later. I was off the grid, but no, definitely send me, send me the link. I want to definitely look, look at it after. Oh my it, gosh! I'm like, oh man, no, I just want to say thank you, thank you for like even that little bit of like five words, whatever you sent to me, man, that was the push that I needed to to stop that. That's program.
1: so cool. I
0: get this podcast. On. I just
1: think that's a sign, you know. I'm huge into synchronicity being a sign in life and not just a coincidence and Tara's like a light for me because she's introduced me to so much amazingness in life and like I started following her because she was doing the van life and somehow we crossed paths and she had my the same van we have so I thought that was cool yeah and then to have it come full circle and relate to this experience that's just
0: I, I'd, absurd
1: it's, but amazing at the same time
0: <laughs> you, can, you can probably relate to this too once you start following your own path and start realizing who you are on your true true level life realizes that and opens up so many opportunities that you never even thought were once imaginable like it just keeps blowing my mind as as I'm sure life just keeps continuing to to blow your guises because it seems like yep. you guys are, are trying to live your best self and I know when you do that life it it takes notice
1: oh it does and i've learned that when you do make up your mind and you take a forward step towards it the universe always has your back the universe is always co-creating with you and it's just waiting for you to make a move. You just you got to make the move, and then the universe will be there for you to guide you and help fill in all the rest of the details.
0: Whatever you want to call it, whether you want to call it depending on your faith, whether you want to yep. call it God yep. or you want to call it universe or whatever you want to do, but whatever you want to call it, it, it it will have your back and always. Well, you fall down backwards, it will be there to push you up. You just got to have that faith, and you have to uh, take that leap. I think. And uh the, so true. There's a video that surrender.
1: You have to surrender. Uh,
0: that's exactly it. Surrender. Surrender to the ultimate power and being and great things are going to follow. There's a, there's a video that I watched and Steve Harvey, he is a, a great motivational speaker, great influencer of mine. I consider him one of my mentors, even though I don't, oh, that's
1: know so cool. uh,
0: I, don't I haven't met him, but I still consider him a mentor. Uh, there's yeah. A that is that, uh, I didn't know, know
1: he did it like motivation stuff. Check that's so cool.
0: It out. Check it out. You will, you, you will not regret it. So there's a video. I will have to. And, uh, and he says, you see, you know, you're standing there on the ledge and you see all of these people that are soaring by and, and they're just flying by in life. And he says, you can do the same thing. You can do the exact same thing. Just stand at that ledge. What you got to do though, is you got to jump. Yep. And he says, you got to jump, you got to take that leap of faith and you're going to get battered. You're going to get bruised. You're going to get bloody. Your wings aren't going to open up right as soon as you jump, but you're going to fall down. And when your wings are open, they're going to fly and you're going to just start soaring, looking down at everybody down below. And you're just going to be like, man, why did I wait so long on doing that?
1: Exactly. This? Yeah. That's where everyone gets hung up is just starting. And then they look back and wonder why the hell didn't I start sooner? Like, why did I let myself hold myself back?
0: Now and- it's paralysis.
1: Oh it's just insane. You just have to step out of your own damn way. Like That's
0: what it is, we're our own <laughs> problems. Like literally the the old clichés that that the old sayings that are like literally clichés now, they're so true. Like and they are. you just listen to them in their actual like true essence. Like they're so powerful. Like it's mm-hmm. crazy. Crazy.
1: Oh, I love it. It's it's amazing to see it work. Like spirit universe god whatever you want to call it it's just amazing to see it actually happen and once you just surrender and like let go of all the attachments and all your expectations and all of your fear and your anxiety and your worry everything just flows
0: it just flows completely completely agree and i love i love that you feel the same way and i think that's why actually i know i know that's why i know that's why that uh, we got connected because uh life puts uh, in front of you the people that that uh, law of attraction you, yep. attract, you are and uh, you're in the same same vibrational sense as I am so uh, you know, I'm thankful perfect that- way to put it <laughs> and, uh, and I hope sometime down the line that uh, that we're in within a vicinity that we can all meet up in person someday that would be absolutely
1: that we- I think that that's going to happen within well, time i'm gonna be in canada so
0: right and, <laughs> and, and hey. if
1: you're ever in the states uh and you know if our business paths cross in the future too there'll be things that will put us in the same area so
0: most definitely yeah most definitely i am so excited for the future for both of us there are there are big things for the both of us i'm i'm super super excited oh super excited
1: i really appreciate you bringing into me me into your space and inviting me to do this with you i think this is so cool and so excited to see where your podcast goes i am a huge podcast like i don't know like a freak about i love podcasts and to see someone starting up and like be a part of that and really like see it from the ground and then to be able to witness later where it's going to be i think is going to be just an amazing experience for like even me personally (laughs) well
0: hey I, i really appreciate that and like i say i appreciate you coming on and taking the time out of your day to uh to to come on here to come on monkeying around right and Heck uh yes i really appreciate that and I, I i would love to have you on again definitely down the road and uh and see uh where we're both at and let's say like for start, sure right you never know where what's going to happen and yeah have another interview and uh and take life as it goes right
1: for sure i love that i'd be honored because wow. you know so much is going to change in a month or uh, six months whatever it is you know that Things will be in a different part so
0: it's definitely where are you <laughs> right now in, the, in this world
1: uh i am in alamogordo new mexico okay. so it's just a tiny tiny small town uh in the southern part of new mexico but we're actually leaving tomorrow so okay. we'll be going to another small town in new mexico
0: love it love it <laughs> so for the people listening uh, let them know. What do you What do you got on the go? Uh, list your socials. What do you got? You got any videos? You got Insta, Snapchat? Let them have it. Just bombard. <laughs> well,
1: I'll keep it easy. Every, I'm on all socials. So Pinterest, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, blog, all of it, and everything is Sparkfire Swan. So you can find me some way or another by just searching that. I'll pop up. Um, I'm probably the most active on Instagram and my website. So SparkfireSwan Instagram, SparkfireSwan.com. And I'm trying out the YouTube thing. Not sure how it's going to go, but I'm trying it out. So we'll take it us, oh, what was that?
0: I say, just got to stay consistent.
1: Yeah, I know. And it's, know,
0: That's all. I have
1: like all this video footage on my phone I have to go through. So I'm, I'm okay. behind,
0: but <laughs> I will, I'm going to put all of that information in the dead description below. And I hope everybody that's watching, if they are interested at all, definitely go check her out, give her a follow and you will not be disappointed. Uh, she has amazing motivational content. I follow her on Instagram, on her stories. And uh, like I say, you will not be motivated. You will not be <laughs> motivated more than that. <laughs> I'm getting tongue-tied now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you so yeah, much.
0: Go, go follow her. Go follow her. You, uh, you aren't going to regret it. And uh, thank you again, Amanda. I really appreciate you coming. Yeah. And, Thanks um, for
1: having me. I appreciate it.
0: No, no, thank you. And uh, we're going to stay in contact. And uh, you just have an amazing night. And uh, safe travels on your road. And uh, keep those cats tamed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I will do my best.
0: Uh, right? Don't <laughs> work too hard and stay safe.
1: Same, same with you. You have a good night.
0: Thank you so much. We'll chat soon.
1: All right. Bye-bye.
0: All right, cheers. Bye.